Today is a very important day. It is the Jayanti, the birthday of Hayagriva, the god of intelligence. He is descending into the earth plane. Gods and goddesses are not just the superstition of people who lived uh, in the pre-modern age. Today we think that what is real is only science. But science is beginning to understand its limitation. And then uh, now with the quantum physics uh, becoming very popular among scientists, understands that what is important is consciousness. Because it is consciousness that decides everything. The observer reality. The, who is the observer? The observer is you. The observer can decide what he wants to see. And this wisdom is not a wisdom that comes from quantum physics. It is the wisdom of the ancient seers. They say that what you see is not outside, but what you project from inside out. This is a very important concept to understand uh, uh, life in general. If you see poverty around you, it is because that's what you want to see. And if you see prosperity around you, that's what you want to see. And where does this uh, uh, knowledge come from? Or the wisdom comes from? The ancient seers of all traditions have known that the ultimate power is latent within you. That's why Jesus said that the kingdom is within, not without. Don't go and ask for a geographical kingdom. The kingdom is right within you and in your consciousness. And uh, today I'm going to uh, throw some more light into this uh, relationship between uh, the human beings and the divine beings. The divine beings are real. There, are, there is not only one God who is a gray beard and an old man sitting there and ruling in the entire world. That's monotheism. That has destroyed uh, man's uh, possibilities. There are millions and millions of gods and angels with uh, distinct powers. And they are related to your consciousness. Without your consciousness, they can't even exist. So there is a relationship between your consciousness and the gods. So you can bring any god into existence through your own uh, link with him or her through your consciousness. The one energy that is descending into this earth plane at this time is Hayagriva, the horse-faced god of intelligence. He is considered an avatar of Vishnu. And he is the god of consciousness. He is the god of intelligence. So it's important that uh, at this uh, juncture uh, that we, where we are going through the transition from materialism to spiritualism, leading on to 
the golden age that we connect with Hayagriva and it is appropriate that I talk about him on his descent day which is called the birthday of Hayagriva. I'll uh, start with uh, giving you an understanding of uh, Hayagriva from the personal experiences of a great, great saint who just uh, he lived here about uh, 400 years ago. His name is Vadiraja. Vadiraja lived in Karnataka, in southern India. And he lived 120 years, hale and healthy, and had tremendous amount of power, Siddhi powers, super normal powers. And he was uh, a great uh, devotee of Hayagriva. God visits you. It's not that you do have to go to God. This God, Hayagriva, the God of intelligence, visited him. How did he visit him? He visited him uh, in a very uh, strange way. And that throws a, a lot of light into understanding uh, the whole uh, divine phenomena and how one can connect with this phenomenon. There was a sculptor who was making, uh, making a statue of uh, Ganesha, the elephant-headed god. And he would make the statue and the following morning he would look at the statue and would have become Hayagriva with a horse face. And this happened many times and then he was intrigued by that and then uh, Hayagriva appeared in both the dreams of these two people, that is Vajraja and the sculptor. And this needs to be handed over to Vajraja. So Vajraja went and collected the deity from him and this is how the deity came to him. So. It gives us some uh, great insight into statues. The statues are very, very powerful. So if we keep a statue of uh, someone, it can be a god, it can be a man, or it can be a movie star that you like, or, or whatever. That energy of that person will incarnate into that st- statue. Because the statue has so much power. And in India, the, uh, it's a divine art. And uh, given to only a certain uh, caste of people uh, who are uh, well-versed in making a statue of a particular god or deity. And then they have to fast and do a lot of meditation and so forth before they make the statue, there, so that uh, the God easily gets into the statue. So the power of the statues is immense. And it is through the statue that you can easily connect with uh, the deity. The story of Vajraja, uh, wherein uh, this, the Ganesha statue, the elephant-headed 
God statue becoming a horse-headed statue. It's an example <clears throat> of how God reaches out to you. Through a statue. And this is a very important concept. But unfortunately, the term idolatry within the Western uh, uh, Judeo-Christian context is has been uh, uh, not in favor of this statue because the statues are condemned. But the statue uh, worship is a science. And it is it has been proven many times that the statues speak. It, it happens even today. And uh, so I strongly recommend that statue of anyone. I, I, I don't say that you have to have only a high griot one. You can have the statue of uh, Mary. The, the Catholics have that. Of, of the Buddha or whomsoever you want to have. You can have and that will become alive. And that's a science. So, uh, I have uh, commissioned uh, a very miniature, like a, a inch, a one inch statue of Hayagriva for you to carry. Uh, and that it's handmade and it's going to take some time for people to make it. Now, what is the statue going to give you? Hayagriva. As I said, is a god of intelligence, of consciousness, who can give you a tremendous amount of power. For instance, somebody has cancer; it's not necessary that uh, that we have to only go to uh, a doctor to get get it, um, you know, uh, taken care of. I'm not saying that you should not go to your doctor; you should go to your doctor. But the olden way of doing it. Is, uh, is the spiritual way. And then you can go to oh, a higher level of consciousness uh, and diffuse it through your own thought form. Because you thought the disease into the manifestation. And you have to think it out so that it demanifests. So everything originates in thought. Even a disease. <clears throat> so what you need to do is to understand your consciousness. And the God of consciousness, he has his high griever. And his descent into this earth plane is very significant. And he is the teacher of Saraswati, who is the God of, goddess of intelligence and also education, arts and so forth. Now, let's try to understand uh, the image or the form of Hayagriva. He has a horse head and a human body. And I need to uh, at least uh, talk to you for about a few hours in order to understand the symbolism of horse and what the horse represents. And there are so many books about the horse and and what it symbolizes. The horse can do a lot of miracles. It has the highest consciousness. 
there is a saying in yoga, breathe like a horse and not like a dog. You know, the horse will run a race and will not pant. The dog will sit in your air-conditioned room and still pant. Why? Because the horse has mastered its breath. And what is the breath? Breath is intelligence. The horse can cure you. And I have asked in my earlier video to go and look at Martin Buber and the horse and how he was enlightened uh, instantaneously through the help of the horse. Now you can understand that the horse is simply not an animal. It is... Uh, some being that can give you the highest intelligence and that intelligence comes to you through the breath energy of the horse. Horse can give you how to regulate your breath because breath is consciousness. Breath is life. If the breathing leaves your body, you die. So the breathing, instead of just going into the lungs, you know, it is a very complicated uh, uh, technology. Uh, but uh, that the yogis and siddhas use, they don't breathe at all. They can completely internalize the breathing and then send the breathing to the brain. There won't be any lung breathing involved at all. The lung breathing will subside and go into uh, the brain. At that time, breath and the life force are one and the same. So that's why there is a saying in the, among the Siddhas, who is God? God is the air. And what is the air? And that is life. Air is life. But not the air is which is oxygen, nitrogen, or any air physical air, but it is the spiritual one. The oxygen, of course, contains parts of uh, this divine airs, out of which prana is the most important one. Even within the divine air, invisible, there are at least ten different ones. Dasavayu in Sanskrit. And the prana is the most important one. So we, and Hayagriva, can teach you all that instantaneously. And this can happen even when you go to near a horse and then you are uh, very alert. You will be able to get a lot from the horse. And the horse can change your breathing pattern. And the nostril bathing, breathing will stop and then you'll go, the breath will get into the brain, the midbrain particularly, and then into, eventually into the pineal gland. That's where you can have a great experience. And Hayagriva changes you, evolves you through this process. Mythologically speaking, he is the God who just incarnated in order to retrieve the Vedas. The Vedas are the textbooks of wisdom of the, of the ancient Indians. 
and the book can, contains about all the Siddhi powers that you can attain. Just by mastering your consciousness. It is not just material sciences, modern sciences, it is a spiritual science. There are four of them. Uh, Rigya, Jursama, Darvana Vedas. These four texts deal with uh, mastery of human consciousness and gaining power and then liberation from the embodiment. That is uh, the content of all the four Vedas. And as these Vedas uh, were on the earth plane and then according to mythology it was stolen by demons and then Hayagriva incarnated to retrieve these uh, wisdom from the demons and he killed the demons and then he brought the Vedas into this earth plane back. Now, you have been familiar with uh, Joseph Campbell's uh, interpretation of the myths. The myths are eternally true. They have different layers of meaning. The narrative, which is the story aspect, is literally true too. It's not just, uh, it is a symbolism. It is true. It is true that Hayagriva as God does exist in another plane and then he can be accessed through a statue or, uh, or, your, or your mind imagining his form. And that is going to be tremendously important for your, for the, for lifting up, uh, your consciousness. And that's the reason why I had to speak about the horse's head. And the horse itself is a divine animal of a higher intelligence and then that can give, that can give you instantaneous enlightenment. So nothing is uh, here, uh, a superstition. So they are beyond our rationalistic understanding of the problem with science and technologies. We have to reduce everything to human reasoning. That's where the problem starts. But if you go into a different realm, then reality changes. So Hayagriva does exist and, and today he is, he is a descent of, into this earth plane. And then if you connect with him, then there will be the highest intelligence. And why do you have the highest intelligence? Because everything is based on your intelligence. Why somebody is really suffering and uh, doing very hard labor and making very less money? Whereas a person with the uh, intelligence becomes the CEO of the company or the marketing director of the company or, or the CFO of the company and they all make money. And this person is not uh, making money because he has not followed the path of intelligence. Where is America the superpower? Because of science and technology. Why is the third world uh, is backward? Because they don't have intelligence. They don't have knowledge. They have not used it. So intelligence is fundamentally what you need to have. And if you have it, not only you can manipulate matter, but you can also evolve more and disappear into light. It's not 
only that intelligence helps you to make more money. Please don't misunderstand that. But it is important to make money. You know, you busy, the, the mind is really, really a tricky one. If you are, you become against money, then that will be the reality. Just that's what happened to the Buddha. The Buddha, the Buddha was against this world, against kingdom, against uh, having uh, family life, against having. Uh, uh, you know, although he had a son, he was not in. He didn't even look at him when he was born. He just left. Why? Because he thought that. Uh, this is uh, not the reality. the reality. The reality is emptiness. So whatever you think will become the reality. So all this uh, information flows into you oh, through the help of Hayagriva. And Hayagriva performed a lot of miracles for Vajiraja. A number of miracles. He will come and tell him in the dream what is going to happen. Because even um, 400 years ago when Vajrasya was living, he had enemies and the enemies were trying to kill him, poison him. And uh, it's very interesting uh, that how he related to uh, the high griva. The high Hayagriva used to come to him in the form of a white horse. Now, there's a picture they may have seen in my website. And he will hold a, 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 a big part, a vessel. And then the, there will be a, a cooked horse gram. Horse gram is a special lentil that you feed a horse with. <coughs> he will cook the horse food, uh, and then he will hold <coughs> the vessel on top of his head. It's a very beautiful picture. And the white horse will come. This is a real horse. This is not meditation. This is not hallucination. Not, nothing of that kind. If the really a literal horse, a white horse comes, and then he sits on, uh, you know, he puts his uh, the front legs on on uh, the shoulders of Vajiraja and he will eat the horse gram. And uh, he will leave some horse gram for uh, Vajiraja to eat and Vajiraja will eat the rest of the uh, leftover from Hayagriva because for him the horse was Hayagriva. That uh, one day uh, his enemies wanted to uh, kill him and then they poisoned uh, the horse gram. And uh, what they wanted is they wanted to kill the horse and they wanted to kill also uh, Vajiraja. The horse came and he ate every bit of uh, the food. And they are, usually the, the horse will leave him some for here for Vajiraja to eat, because it can, the the horse the high griva knew that it was mixed with poison. He did not want uh, Vajiraja to um, 
eat and die. So he ate everything and because the high griva was God and nothing could harm him. There are many, many miracles uh, that high griva performed for uh, Vajraja. I think now we are beginning because we are entering into this golden age that we will get connected more and more with uh, uh, what uh, for some time we have been thinking about as in superstition. It's not after all superstition, but it is interaction with higher beings who live out there whom we cannot see with your human eyes, but their intelligence is, is a lot more powerful and that we can benefit out of that. That's why it's very important that we get connected to Hayagriva because he is the god of intelligence. It's important for everyone. Intelligence is needed for everyone, for students, for, for housewives, and uh, for people who work, and even people who are uh, senior citizens. And intelligence is needed for everyone. So he is the god of life, god of consciousness, god of intelligence. So I'm going to uh, uh, now uh, declare that he is the God and that who is going to give us the highest intelligence. And then now is the time that we are, we can, a lot of people are paving the way. There was a book I was reading, Passport to the Cosmos by a Harvard uh, surgeon and uh, who was very bold uh, to write a book about uh, the extraterrestrials and communicating with them and then they have the highest intelligence. And he, he was, uh, he had to go through a lot uh, of interrogation and, uh, um, you know, uh, problems of different kinds from the academic community, including Harvard. And uh, he has to go to the court but then he was uh, relentless and he proved and I want you to read the book uh, uh, Passport to the Cosmos by uh, I think his name is John Mack. A great book of how what happens uh, when uh, you are in touch with uh, the uh, beings who are always willing to help us. So gods and goddesses are uh, there out there. You know even when Jesus uh, uh, was arrested and Peter drew his sword to fight with the Roman soldiers. What did uh, Jesus say? Hey, put your sword down. God did not want to help me. For some reason, I'm not complaining. Why? Because if he had wanted to help me, he would have sent an angel. And what is the danger? It is, a, it is a heavenly being. And we have to now uh, develop and find out uh, a, a technology. And the technology is there already. The Egyptians had the technology and they developed it. The Indians developed the, the technology. The Tibetans have developed the technology because it, in, as a matter of fact, the Tibetans have high griever too. 
and those uh, and uh, the japanese have high grievance to india buddhism india buddhism so these are this is the same god or angel or, or a divine being you can find everywhere and then everybody had uh, through their heightened consciousness be able to contact that so what i am going to do is uh, i'm going to increasingly engage you to get in touch with the divine through the uh, the technology that involves using a mantra a sound waves to call him because that's the password that can bring this divine being to you and also uh, using a statue and that statue becomes so powerful and then it and uh, and the god incarnates through the statue uh and the statue is going to be increasingly recognized you know you have the majgoria uh, uh, event where mother mary talked to these girls the statues talked and then ganesha was drinking milk and it was all over the world and all the major major tv channels uh, were uh, uh televising that program people standing in lines so it's a great device so i that's why i have commissioned uh, one uh, small statue of high griva that will be made available to you and at that time i will talk more about this how to get contact establish contact with him so that you can have the highest intelligence it's not going to a university and learning physics chemistry or biology it is learning the life science learning about consciousness learning about intelligence itself and that is a lot more easier than going to go and learn about material sciences now <clears throat> I want to introduce you to one uh, uh chant given by vadiraja himself because you have to go to the saint who had direct contact with a particular deity to know about the deity in this case vadiraja is the best uh, because he lived hayagriva and hayagriva himself came to him not that he reached out to him and that's the best scenario that the god uh, whoever uh, that is reaches out to you because of your connection with that particular god in a previous lifetime and so i'm going to give you uh, a sound a chant that he used that will put an end to all your suffering this is what he said if you do this your sufferings physical mental financial all this will end close your eyes
watch your breath, put your attention in the two nostrils. And the third eye, which is the pineal gland. Put your attention on your uh, spinal column. Nahayagrivat pranipatyasidati Nahayagrivat pranipatyasidati Nāhayagrīvāt prāṇipatyasītati I am going to chant this 32 times and then you should visualize the spinal column going into the brain while you listen to this chant. Your attention should be only on the spinal column when you listen. Nāhayagrīvāt prāṇibhatyasīdhati Nāhayagrīvāt Pranipatya Siddhati Nahayagrivat 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 Pranipatya Siddhati Nāhayagrīvāt prāṇipatya sīdhati 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 Nāhayagrīvāt 
ಪ್ರಾಣಿಪತ್ಯ ಸೀದತಿ ನಾಹಯಗ್ರೀವತ್ ಪ್ರಾಣಿಪತ್ಯ ಸೀತತಿ ನಾಹಯಗ್ರೀವತ್ ಪ್ರಾಣಿಪತ್ಯ ಸೀದತಿ ನಾಹಯಗ್ರೀವತ್ ಪ್ರಾಣಿಪತ್ಯ ಸೀದತಿ ನಾಹಯಗ್ರೀವತ್ ಪ್ರಾಣಿಪತ್ಯ ಸೀತತಿ ನಾಹಯಗ್ರೀವತ್ ಪ್ರಾಣಿಪತ್ಯ ಸೀದತಿ ನಾಹಯಗ್ರೀವತ್ ಪ್ರಾಣಿಪತ್ಯ ಸೀದತಿ ನಾಹಯಗ್ರೀವತ್ ಪ್ರಾಣಿಪತ್ಯ ಸೀತತಿ ನಾಹಯಗ್ರೀವತ್ ಪ್ರಾಣಿಪತ್ಯ ಸೀದತಿ ನಾಹಯಗ್ರೀವತ್ ಪ್ರಾಣಿಪತ್ಯ ಸೀದತಿ ನಾಹಯಗ್ರೀವತ್ ಪ್ರಾಣಿಪತ್ಯ ಸೀತತಿ ನಾಹಯಗ್ರೀವತ್ ಪ್ರಾಣಿಪತ್ಯ ಸೀದತಿ ನಾಹಯಗ್ರೀವತ್ ಪ್ರಾಣಿಪತ್ಯ ಸೀದತಿ ನಾಹಯಗ್ರೀವತ್ ಪ್ರಾಣಿಪತ್ಯ ಸೀತತಿ ನಾಹಯಗ್ರೀವತ್ ಪ್ರಾಣಿಪತ್ಯ ಸೀದತಿ ನಾಹಯಗ್ರೀವತ್ ಪ್ರಾಣಿಪತ್ಯ ಸೀದತಿ ನಾಹಯಗ್ರೀವತ್ ಪ್ರಾಣಿಪತ್ಯ ಸೀದತಿ ನಾಹಯಗ್ರೀವತ್ ಪ್ರಾಣಿಪತ್ಯ ಸೀದತಿ ನಾಹಯಗ್ರೀವತ್ ಪ್ರಾಣಿಪತ್ಯ ಸೀತತಿ now keep your eyes closed relax
In the next upcoming seminar, I will give you an initiation on Hayagriva along with uh, practices and mantras of how you can invite him in your life and then merge with him. You will get more information on this in the website. God bless.